Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. It's where we turn things over to our dear, sweet listeners. Uh, first question here. Why don't we go with a Dean Julia question? It's been a little mm-hmm. bit. It was his birthday, Happy birthday. recently. It was a birthday the other day, yeah. You guys, you guys are birthday twins. Yeah. Uh, first question here from Dean Julia. Do you think Mike McCarthy comes out with a more conservative game plan and approach because of the outdoors and weather, or do you think we'll see what we've been seeing at home? Man, at home, you are an unbeatable team. I'd love to play San Francisco at home with this current, the way things are going right now. You just have a much better shot for sure. Just to, just to see. Um, I was talking, I was on the Buffalo podcast, Always Game Day in Buffalo. Is that what they call it? Always Game Day in Buffalo, I think is what they call their podcast. So. Game Day in Buffalo. Really nice dudes. Really super, super guys. And uh, they were telling me that they felt like the weather was going to be good. For this game now, weather in Buffalo can change at m- moments' notice. I was hearing 58 degrees, oh, excuse me, 48 degrees possible showers. Um, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. Christy Scales, we do the Cowboys pre and post game show on 105.3 The Fan. Scoop always gives us the weather and what's going to be happening and the wind or anything like that. If I mean, and I was saying this, the Buffalo guys were telling me that the Buffalo players want to play in dry conditions. They don't want to play in cold and bad and, you know, everything's, oh, no, this is what you live in. This way. No, they, they, they are just like, like anybody else. That the goes rest in of there. us. Yeah. They want to go in there and play in good conditions. You know, they don't want to play in bad conditions. So anyway, with that being said, um, you know, if Dallas gets a, gets, gets a draw of a great day for mid December in, in Orchard Park, New York, poof, that that's that's prayers answered right there. So that will tell you a lot, though, with Mike and them. I I think there's things we're going to get into tomorrow about Buffalo's defense that mm-hmm. the Cowboys can clearly take advantage of, and it might it might turn into uh, not being as balanced as they need to be. Yeah, I, I would say, and again, like you just said, I, I think we'll get into it a little bit later. I my thought is you might come in with a little bit more of a conservative in terms of not necessarily pressing depending the ball on the down weather. I think it's depending, D- on, the depending weather, on the weather, how much wind I, it, you got the wind at your back or, you know, what, what are you dealing with here? I also, th- I also think Buffalo 
is going to be a way. I think Buffalo is going to come to the game. My own, my own thinking Buffalo is going to come to this game and say, we're not going to let you take the top off. We'll, we'll keep stuff in front mm-hmm. of us. And, and you're going to have to pick us apart down here because we're not going to let you just so. go over the top. Yeah. And so I, that, that's just what I would anticipate. We're going to see uh, next question here uh, for let, let's get a question here from Damon. Uh, if you could have one of Pollard steel or Gallup playing at their pre-injury level, which would it be? What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Steel. I think I'd pick Steel too. Which we see Steel's played better at times. It's not consistent. Absolutely. Still. I mean, it, they they helped him last week, but they you know, they they helped him to a point where it wasn't it was noticeable, but it wasn't like on every snap. And there was some one-on-one stuff where he and Hassan Reddick were mano a mano and he did his job. And that's all you can ask right now of Terrence Steele. Do your job. But man, pre-injury, man, his they're starting to they're starting to him and Martin are starting to hook it up a little bit too. Yeah, on the running game stuff. So, but do if, you think any of that's uh, honestly? A, and I I don't know. And and I, I mean, we could ask Mike McCarthy on Sean and RJ on one hundred five through the fan on Friday. But I also know he's gonna he would say yeah, absolutely helps. But I, I do wonder, do you think any of that is Blasco returning? since he's been such a big part of the run game install the last I'm, couple years. I'm willing to give guys credit like that, sure. I, I just I wonder, because sure. Blasco wasn't here for a lot of the season, so I just wonder. Sure. And he worked with the offensive line last year. He's working yeah. with running backs this year, and he's part of the run game install. I just had wonder that. I, I need to probably ask somebody that off the record, because on the record, they're always going to just go, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I am I'll, curious. I'll do, if, I'll do it for you. I, I think they would probably say sure. I, I, I'm curious, because I, I do think that that's you know pretty interesting time there. Yeah. Uh, next question here from Craig Boyd. Brian, how many games do you think Philly can realistically lose the rest of the way? They're on the road against Seattle this week. Then they've got the Giants twice and the Cardinals. Is two the max there? I would not under the Giants have been playing better lately. They're scrappy. Philly's bad. That Giants team that Dallas played a few weeks ago is, like I said, that was one of the worst teams I've seen in yeah. recent NFL history. They're really bad. They're starting to to believe a little bit, playing a little bit better, but. Uh, I still think your best shot is you really need Seattle to win this week against Philadelphia if you want a shot at the division. Seattle's the perfect team for Philadelphia to play. You know why? Why? Seattle will find ways to lose games at the end. There is that. These are the two since week seven. These are the two worst defenses in the NFL. Philadelphia loves playing teams that will find a way to lose at the end. Mm -hmm. Ten. Look at ten of their wins. Look at look at how. You know, I will say this. I still have I still have respect for Philly. I you know what? I'd give anything right now to have their schedule. I'd give anything to have their schedule. And I'll tell you why. Or uh, you know, because look, they've already beaten Miami. They beat Buffalo. You know? They they yeah. they've, they've 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 that's they've done a lot of the heavy lifting already. You know, the Giants the Giants are a nice story right now. I mean, DeVito's playing well. He's not turning over the ball. You know, there's a lot of positivity there. They're playing better on defense. Wink Martindale's going to 
blitz the heck out of you. You know, that's, you know, that's how you kind of, kind of, it's a nice story. I think they're winning too many games, to be honest with you. <laughs> you yeah. know, you don't want to, you don't want to finish this thing, you know, eight, nine and have a, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, you kind of want to, if you're, if you're not going anywhere, but they believe, they believe that they can win all these games. But playing Seattle, Seattle's a perfect opponent for Philadelphia. They played teams like this all year. You know, they they look good for three quarters of the game and then they fall apart at the end. That's what Seattle does. Yeah. Plays right into Philadelphia's hands because Philadelphia will let you stay around and then they'll find a way to win the game. So, Philly, even Philly, even when they struggle, even when they're lacking talent, they haven't Philly, played, has, they haven't, Philly they, has shown they don't lose on details. They don't lose on details. And the thing about it is they either get their ass handed to them or they win the game. That's kind of how they've been, you know? Yeah. But they. I think that to me, I think Philadelphia goes to Seattle and wins. I just do. I just don't. I don't trust Seattle right now. You know, I just don't. And I know. I know. Was it how many games in a row have they lost to Philadelphia's lost? They they haven't won like the last six or seven games. Is against, it that long a streak against Seattle? Yeah, yeah they haven't in like six or seven games in a row. They haven't beaten Seattle. These are like those a, are two teams right now that are really struggling defensively. So yeah. I, I mean, if you were if you were gonna if you were gonna win a game here, that that would be the time to do it. Is right now when you you could get a high scoring affair because we saw Seattle can put up points. They can absolutely yeah, they can, do that. absolutely can. But the thing about it is too, this is now where I think that you're going to see, and we saw it a little bit last week in the Dallas game. They're going to start running Jalen Hurts. He's now now they're going to start running him. You know now. Yeah, I mean, we're to the point now where you've got to, find, if you're Philadelphia, you've got to find a way to win this division. You've got to find a way to win the division. So I can see, I can see the game plans being more Jalen Hurts running, you know, a lot less of, of him thinking about it, him, no, him going and trying to win these games. Next question here uh, from Aaron. Now that CeeDee Lamb has been in the league for almost four years, mm. give us a pro comp of who his game reminds you of from a, oh, this is a very particular one from a player before 2004. Because the comp, the comp CD got all the time coming out of uh, Oklahoma. Do you remember who it was, Brian? Everybody was throwing it out there. No, who was it? DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, which DeHop- Hopkins? I think was he's bigger. quicker. I think. I think. Yeah, Hopkins was bigger. CD's quicker. Quicker. Yeah. You know the what the guy he reminded me of when we were studying him a little bit, and this is right around I think pre 2004, I believe. Yeah, he came in the league in 2001. Uh, the guy he kind of reminded me of, Brian, was Chad Johnson. <laughs> that's who he reminded. Just kind of the build and, and the type wiry, of runner he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that that's who he reminded me of. I don't know that there's a a great. I, I think it's there are parts of his game that remind me of different guys, and then it comes together to be CD. I don't know that there's a a really good like. Oh yeah, that's the guy that he is. Isaac Bruce. That's pretty good. Did I? That's go, probably but, pretty good. No, I no, go, I think that's a good one. Yeah, Isaac Bruce was a a guy who was, again, I think CD was probably was CD's probably a little quicker. How much was Isaac Bruce bigger? No, they're about the same size. About the kind of thin kind of CD's guy. CD's a little taller, but yeah, yeah thinner but guys. Ca- but, but, but and Isaac and Bruce like would catch everything. Catch everything. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like spectacular catches, good route runner, good after catch. You know, I, I've. I, what? How? Look! I'm gonna look up Isaac Bruce real quick here. Six how. foot one eighty eight. Well, there you go, Brian. It appears Brian has left us, and that's okay because it's still you and I, people. Uh, that does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. 
Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have one more episode for you this week uh, when we will preview the Buffalo defense and how Dallas may be able to attack that. For the uh, now-departed Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We'll talk to you guys again later.